welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches to people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok, and Michael Block Talk on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theinternetnow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Celebs drop their beards, celebs reveal their toxicity, and sync's back, all right. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. The headline was made in Spare Game for Shade, and joining me this week is Zalika. How are you? It's gonna be May. Um, no, May was like a million years ago, and I can't believe it was so long ago, and I still have shit for May that I have to post on this fucking podcast. We literally record like 27 podcasts per minute. I know I haven't rec- I haven't released any of my dragon shit because I haven't had time to edit it. I need someone to help me. Where are the and twinks? Like Twelve seasons going on right now. There are. Well, this week's only four, as opposed to last week, which was five. So, a good little break. Next week could be three. Then we jump back up to four. So, it's so much fun. So yeah. much fun. All right, we're going to be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Wow, what a wild week. I honestly was like the wild west of like things happening. Like I felt like I would be out or doing something, and someone would be like, did you hear? And I was like, you could literally finish that sentence with anything. And I'd be like, oh yeah, it's probably happening. Yeah. Um, let's let let's do the sad news with the funny news. Um, start sliding on in those DMs, homos. We've got some celebrity divorces to discuss. Hugh Jackman is shaving off his beard. Jackman and Deborah Lee Farnes, the award-winning red carpet date, are separating after 27 years of marriage. A joint statement started, stated that their journey is now shifting and we have decided to separate to pursue our individual growth. So what's his name, Hugh? And after four years of marriage, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are no longer sitting on their Game of Thrones as they are calling it quits. After four years, they will be sharing parental responsibilities of their two daughters. So what ha- happened there? Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, Hugh Jackman, I think, honestly, 27 years of marriage, like, that's a really long ass time. Like, I really would love to be a fly on the wall for that. He's going to write, like, a tell-all or something. Well, I mean, I'm sure you heard the rumors that, obviously, everyone for the longest time thought Jackman was gay, maybe bi, whatever. And mm-hmm. there had been rumors that one of his houses was three floors where there was the main floor, one floor for his wife, and one floor for the basement for his partner. 
Um, I don't know. Just just the fact that it ends with pursue our individual growth makes me think that um, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be happy. I don't need to uh, rely on Hollywood standards. I mean, yeah, it could be. I, I mean, if you're at a certain point in your career where you're comfortable, I don't see why not. I mean, what is she going to do now? She was she was literally almost fa- only famous for being his beard. I'm sure that made her enough money to do something else now. Yeah, probably. Um, you, you know, if it was messy or if there's some tea to spill, she will be using this time to write a book. No, 100 percent. Um, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner. Uh, first off, I still never understood how they got together, why they got together, because it was so random. And like, good for him, um, being proud of himself for always being shorter than her. But um, <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. I think for the Jonas Brothers, like they had that like Christianity pressure, like the like promise ring pressure. And all I remember is that like a lot of them just really got married quick. Or like the one did. I don't know if it's him. But like got like married real quick the minute they could. So this way they could just avoid all of that. Wasn't it Kevin who got married first? Yeah, because he's the oldest. Right. Well, that means nothing. My brother probably got married before I am. And I'm six years older. So whatever. But I'm also a homosexual. So that's different. It's harder for us. Yeah. You have to set out more twink traps. I really do. Because they're not working. Really not working. Yeah, the glue is starting to dry out. Uh, yeah i gotta get new ones because the industrial strength ones um which split shocked you more hugh jackman because it's it's always the longer ones that find me i find more shocking especially one like they're air quote amicable because when there's a scandal it's like oh okay cool like that's the knife in the back but like when it's so quasi it's like what really did happen Right. And that's why I think we're going to find something out soon. Um, because again, like it, it's not like people were pressuring them for the truth for the longest time and they always looked mm-hmm. happy. So sad mm-hmm. news for them. How soon will we have new lovers for these four people? Um, Sophie and the Joe bro, it's, I think that's going to be within like a couple of weeks. Like they don't, they're yeah. part of the new generation, but I feel as if though the Hugh Jackman one's going to be a year or two or three, and someone's going to find someone doing something. Do you like, think any anything happened because of his return to Broadway? Maybe he met a um, chorus boy. No plot twist. It's Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. Honestly, that would be the fanfic everyone was waiting for. Uh, that wouldn't complain. That would be cute. Good for them. I, I could, I'll, I'll ship it. I'll ship it. Um, yeah, well, sorry that you're breaking up and um, good luck to what happens next, I guess. <laughs> All right, next. A toxic environment on set? Shocker. Three years after the Ellen DeGeneres workplace scandal, 16 current and former staffers of The Tonight Show have shared stories of Jimmy Fallon's erratic behavior and it spoiled their, quote, dreams of working on the coveted talk show. In a report from Rolling Stone, it is common knowledge that there are good Jimmy days where he has his wit creativity on display, while there are bad Jimmy days where he stumbles into rehearsal drunk, causing outbursts, and causing mental health impacts on staffers where they will call the 
guest dressing rooms their crying rooms. With so much more in the article, Fallon has reportedly apologized to his staff, saying he's embarrassed and feels so bad. That being said, Representative for Fallon declined to comment on record to Rolling Stone about his alleged behavior, though an NBC spokesperson stated that, like any workplace, there are employee-raised issues and action is taken where appropriate. Do you believe it? Is it shocking at all? I'm shocked. I wouldn't say the word shocking, honestly. Um, I mean, there have been many a television show that have alluded to talk show places being toxic. Yes. But we don't really see, like, the inner workings and behind the, the scenes and shit. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't the only one with these concerns. I mean, like, I'm sure there are certain ones, like, not to start rumors, but like, not, not that we have that power, but like, because of Hollywood, man. But, um, like, I would assume Jimmy Kimmel also is usually intoxicated while he's working, but like, it's never gotten bad or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure other hosts do have substance issues that just don't make them angry. So that's why people probably don't really talk about it because it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, we don't talk about it. They just kind of do it like, or like when a Broadway great, I know some of them take shots before they go on stage or things like that. Like, I'm sure this behavior isn't inconsistent across the board, but like, sure. Also, I'm guessing his is probably the worst, and that's why people are talking about it. And it's, but like overall, no, it's not shocking to me. Well, I, 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 I'm gonna go with a different conversation about this. Are we yeah. possibly learning? that the end is in entertainment industry is just maybe a little tough and not as dreamy as everyone thinks it is, or are people maybe just a little too sensitive? No, I would say it's, it's tougher than we would think. hundred percent. I would go through the tougher route because like, even so, like, for example, in like nightlife, like I could count the people that like, I have a handful of people that I can immediately go to in my head who I would, I'm like, even if I'm not as close as I used to be with him or when I was close versus fight, whatever, <laughs> that I would not assume that we're struggling or that we're not drinking or not like going through shit that I've had private conversations with who are like, Oh my God, like see, watching them break down with substance and like not knowing, like would never have made the connection. Mm-hmm. is what i'm getting at so i would think there it like we what you see like the dream like it's the never meet your hero thing i guess a little bit sure so like i would not be like hollywood is definitely much harder than or people who want this job are definitely much harder like you know what i mean i mean i get it and and the thing for me is I have worked in the entertainment industry in theater. I mm. have worked on off-Broadway shows. I worked on Broadway. I, I know how sets can work. I know what the creative process is. And everyone has the common goal. Everyone wants it to be amazing. And you want to put the best product out there. And when you want to be perfect, it mm. does cause emotions and stress and things to happen. And people who are on the lower ranks usually get the brunt of mm-hmm. the backlash there was a show i worked on off broadway that i almost quit because it was one of the worst 
workplace environments. Like the mm-hmm. director of the show literally had to call me and be like, please do not quit. I need you there. Like I was just a PA on the show and she mm-hmm. knew she had to save the production by keeping me there because she knew one domino and it was over. Mm-hmm. Works on Broadway. The, our, the stage manager, terrible, terrible because he was just, not hit with the kids and knew how to do things properly. Like he was still making calendars on Microsoft word. And you had these Hollywood actors being like, I need something different. And it was a toxic work environment because things weren't aligning. Mm -hmm. So I think when it comes to the entertainment industry, we all want to be a part of it because it's our dream. It's our passion. It's what we love, Mm -hmm. but it's not cookies and cream. It's not perfect. And, and if you think it is, Mm-hmm. You are really mistaken. And I think that's part of what I, I can't speak to what the experience was for these people. Maybe mm-hmm. it was very, 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 very toxic and bad. Mm-hmm. But I've gone come to the realization that you have to be prepared for anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. Field. No. Um, also, I want to preface that I'm coming into this conversation as an alcoholic. So it's not like I'm mm-hmm. like tr- judging and being like, oh, yeah, they like circa me what four or five years ago i was the same person who was like yeah everything's fine and then get to the show it can barely stand but everything's fine and and if there is some sort of substance issue with jimmy fallon it is interesting because he's known for um uh those day drinking segments where he drinks with lizzo or kelly clarkson rihanna and like it you see them uh really get shit faced um no it's fallon they're, I get them confused. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, but did so, you see the, did you hear or did I share the TikTok the, um, where there was a girl, the girl who managed his um, his cabaret club in between the SNL and then the the night show? No. Allegedly, it's allegedly because we don't know if it's all verified or not. But she was the stage manager of the cabaret club in between. And there would be many a uh, late night, I'm writing air quotes, late night writing session or joke practicing with Finn and Mulaney mm-hmm. to apparently where they would close at like 6 a.m., 5 a.m. every night, every other night or something, whenever he was there. And they would be skiing, air quotes, mm-hmm. and joke writing and practicing. And for the most part, like she said, she wasn't mistreated. Like, and she was paid appropriately for what she did because all she did was stage manage two people in the time to close the club. But like, apparently, this uh, this thing goes back farther than we even know, to, and it's only coming oh, out course. now. Of course, I mean, he's famous. I mean, it, SNL is infamous for um, the workplace being a little bit uh, uncouth, where mm-hmm. there are drugs and there are um, a lot of things that have happened. So. I mean, you you have to also remember, like, if that's what they were brought up in in the comedy world, mm-hmm. and they're going to continue that trend. Um, I mean, even uh, there's now articles resurfacing about Tina Fey in her book talking about how potentially toxic Jimmy Fallon was even working on SNL, um, recalling a, an incident with Amy Poehler on, on the show where he was trying to dismiss her um, for yeah. her jokes or whatever. So it's been out there. But I think it's just inherent to the industry. Again, we have mm-hmm. this coming out. We have Lizzo coming out. We're going to have more. So prepare yourself, y'all. And that's why I, I want to just say, I'm not saying everyone's sensitive. But mm-hmm. when you put yourself in this industry, you have to have tough skin. If you don't have tough skin, you're not going to cut it. Mm-hmm. 
We will find out more, I'm sure. Um, let's move on to some happy, fun, crazy news. Put on your dancing shoes as the glitter ball is up for grabs once again. Dancing with the Stars 32 is coming back and it's back on ABC. Stepping into the ballroom this season are Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox, The Bachelorette Charity Lawson, Britney's problematic kids sis Jamie Lynn Spears, real estate mogul and real housewives of Beverly Hills star Mauricio Monsky, singer Jason Mraz, American Pie star Allison Hannigan, Romy Michelle's Mira Servino, NFL star Adrian Peterson, Greg B- Brady himself, Barry Williams, supermodel Tyson Beckford, Marvel star Jody Gomez, Too Hot to Handle's Harry Josie, Social media star Lily Pons and Veep's Matt Walsh taking over hosting duties following Tyra Banks' departure are Alfonso Ribeiro and Julianne Huff, who is moving over from the judges' table, where Derek Huff, Carrie Naba, and Bruno Tonioli will judge. This will mark the first season without Len Goman, who passed away earlier this year. Make your prediction who wins? Who are you so fucking excited to see? I didn't know this was still on. Um, I mean, None of them, if we're being completely honest. A lot of them, I have no idea who they are. I mean, they're doing the Jamie Lynn cash grab thing because she just came out with Zoe 102. But, like, also, that movie sucked. I had to watch it because I'm a child of the 90s and I needed to see it, but it was really bad. Um, I don't know. I Out of everyone you listed, I know Lily Pons, but, like, she, I just know she's known for being annoying. I had no idea who she was. Um, so because I watched the, the cast reveal and mm-hmm. they had a video message for her from Paris Hilton. So that was clearly the way for the show to be like, she she's famous. She knows famous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's like just like the Paris Hilton of our generation. Like, but like of like the of the R like that she's like the now Paris Hilton and she's famous for like being dumb, but like in like more of like a women first kind of way and less like the I'm just hot and stupid like she's more of like the like the vine girl she's a vine girl like we've definitely seen one of her vines probably I mean listen I don't really um do that much I personally am excited that we have someone from the MCU in the cast um Miss America Chavez herself from Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness um because I think that's a good catch and maybe maybe we'll have other superheroes in the future come on can we have um um the chrises all together on one season i can't believe we don't have a drag race contestant yet i know right well actually wait chris hemsworth did dancing with the stars or strictly come dancing in australia so he's done it before so let's do it again Mm um yeah i'm i'm waiting for michelle visage i don't know why they have not brought her back on for the american version I don't know if we've had, like, crossovers. Um, But she's also busy, because she has to, what, film 30 different drag races a year now? Listen, if you could do it, so she could Literally. Um, Listen, Dance with the Podcasters, sign me up. I want to learn how to dance. I don't know how to dance. Not dancing with the podcasters. Listen, I, I... when I have the funds and the ability to do it, I will be producing um, Dancing with the Nightlife Stars, uh, where you have like good oh, drag queen God. dancers dancing with people who don't dance, like like a DJ or a me. So it's going to happen. Don't you worry. It will happen at some point. Um, do you know how to dance? Um, I took a little bit of everything before high school. I took two years of tap, one year of hip hop. I took a little bit of ballroom for positioning. 
it took a couple weeks of merengue and bachata just because like whatever musical that we were doing at the time required some kind of dance so a little bit of everything um and then also all the drag dancing I, i'm a mover not a dancer that's fair that's fair um mm-hmm. i i'm i'm excited because i know the majority of this cast um there were a couple surprises i was like okay matt walsh from veep interesting choice but i think he's gonna be fun um allison hannigan again mm. what is she doing right now nothing of course she's allison hannigan i'm excited for uh mira sorvino again Hold fun, on, fun people did you see how elegant hannigan was uh alice hannigan whatever was billed from no. how i met your mother i was like oh, excuse I me you mean from buffy thank you very much and we and we do have like queer-ish representation with jason moraz I'm I'm he's one of the other ones I I, I lied I'm excited for him because I want to see he said he wanted to start leading a much more like bi visible life so I'm hoping they do some week where it's like queer coded that would be fun I'm here for it now in other celebrity news the surreal life is back once again with Macy Gray Chet Hanks Kim Zolciak Allie Brooke OT Genesis Johnny Weir and, and Josie Canseco Will you be watching? No, I'll be watching House of Villains. Yeah. Um. To be fair, I know Macy Gray. I know who Kim Zolciak is. Mm-hmm. I obviously, unfortunately, know Johnny Weir. Um. Everyone else. What? I guess they're grasping at straws. I don't know. And like out of the three people you listed, those are three people I don't want to watch have a conversation. Right. Um, Josie Canseco is obviously the daughter of Jose Canseco, and he was on The Surreal Life back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I see what they're doing here, but um, why do we love celebrity reality shows so much? I think it's because it, we like drama, but we don't like drama within our own lives because one of it's in our own life. It's like repercussions and really like hard and too much to handle. But when it's yeah. with like a familiar face that's like not necessarily like someone in our circle, but we can still watch it, monitor it, and kind of know about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're celebrities. They've always had like great things, and they've always been high and amazing. We as a society loving things that make us feel better about our lives. So if we see a celebrity struggling, it's like, oh, I am doing good. Yeah. Well, I'm sure with all of the lack of new television we will have a lot more of these kinds of shows popping up um mm-hmm. until things are resolved but we'll see. that's why i'm house house of villains i'm excited for that's gonna be what's yeah, it's up. Gonna be fun okay when there was me and two vanessa hudgens is speaking out after playing gabriella in high school musical and sharing that no she is not latina in a 2013 interview with Chelsea Handler, after being asked if she was Latina, she said, kind of. Now speaking to Allure, she shared that she became famous for playing the teen role, where everyone thought she was Latina, but she is, in fact, Filipino. She went on to say that she is quite ambiguous, ambiguous, but is now doing everything she can do to let people know that she is proud of being Filipino and just went on her first trip to the Philippines this year. Do you think this is going to be an issue is it important to discuss and when it comes to ethnic ambiguity in entertainment, is there a line that should not be crossed? Um, so my whole, like in my own personal opinion, that doesn't affect anyone. I personally think that as long as it's not a white person taking any culture they don't belong to, or they don't like have no business of being a part of, 
Or if you're not physically altering your appearance, like a la blackface or like a tan or something, like if you're not heavily altering your appearance for a specific situation, or you're not misrepresenting slash not paying any respect to the culture that you're identifying as. Like if like you know, does that make sense? No, I I totally get that, and and like that, yeah. When it comes to obviously Filipino and and mm-hmm. Latin culture, there is a bit of a uh, crossover. Obviously, mm-hmm. historically, we all know that um, Spain uh, colonized the Philippines, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of Spanish influence within it. So it makes sense. There's a lot of mm-hmm. language discussions that are very very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, what's really weird about this whole situation is she's been asked this question before mm-hmm. but didn't resolve it in the time why now i also i think it's because i think it's just like the disney channel nickelodeon kid Kurtz, where it's like you start out you do what you're told for a role period also this was earlier in when pc wasn't exactly 100 percent a thing yet but like I think it's kind of just like since you get ingrained in it at such a young age or like this is how you're getting the role so you're just going to take the fucking role and you're not going to ask questions kind of like that but like and then like it was just an uh, unfortunate case of doubling down yeah I mean the reality is the character Gabriela Montez it mm-hmm. could have been a Filipino role there's, yeah. there's no problem with it but the way it was written obviously again you only saw her mother so like it could have been fine. It's just very interesting that she had all this time where she didn't say anything. And then she's like, I want to be a proud Filipino. Well, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Will we see her? Um, uh, she's so into voguing on Drag Race Philippines mm-hmm. season three. Maybe, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, it's I, I think it's all about visibility. And maybe yeah. in that moment in, 20, in 2005, when High School Musical came out, Maybe there was a young Filipino girl watching who needed to see her, but didn't get that chance now. Does mm-hmm. it change anything? I don't know. Um, but it's a tough thing. It's a very tough thing. Um, I yeah. don't think she'll be canceled for it, right? No, I don't think she'll be canceled for it. But I don't think so. the one that, speaking of doubling down, that I think of weird is, is that the one that played Ryan. It was his name Ryan, mm-hmm. the the gay one that wasn't gay, yes. or whatever. Yes, he interviewed and he said that had they had the character now, that they should recast it or he wouldn't be able to play it. Was he identifies as a straight man, and Ryan is clearly gay. But did you see the the high school, the musical, the reunion, the series, the tax return office, the, the water sports and casino spa? Did you see the clip? No, I did not. So they did for the one of the episodes that just recently for the last season that came out of the TV show. They had Ryan, they had Corbin Blue, they had Mackenzie, whatever, and they had the girl who liked to dance that was thick. And they had them like, we're at our high school reunion. Da, 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 da. And they had Ryan run off stage for a second and kiss his husband, played by the Pentatonix mm-hmm. guy. And I was like, oh, interesting. So you always have said recently, oh, I couldn't play the character because he's gay. I couldn't play the character because he's gay. And then you just 
double down and do it anyway. Like, I don't care that he did it, but like the fact that he's been very adamant about not playing the character again because he doesn't fit the character only to play the character just yeah. felt so weird to me. Yeah, listen, I what he Lucas Grabeel was one of my early crushes, obviously, and and <laughs> we all knew, we all knew. Well, no, I mean, but every but time there was uh, a, a production of High School Musical done in a high school, every fucking homosexual played that real part. We all knew. Yeah, but Lucas Gabriel's still straight, though. Is he? Let's find out. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Jokes. No, I get it. I hear you. Um, but hey, money speaks louder than words. That part. All right, it is the Taylor Swift era, and we are just living in it. Taylor Swift walked away with nine moon men at the VMAs this year, including video of the year, song of the year, and best pop video. Anyone else who won shit really didn't matter. One of her awards, though, was given to her by the reunion of Joey, Justin, JC, Lance, and Chris, also known as NSYNC. And of course, T Swizzle had to ask if they are doing something because the world needed to know. And spoiler, they are. Shakira was given the Video Vanguard Lifetime Achievement Award. Megan Thee Stallion and Justin Timberlake had some beef backstage. Selena Gomez had visual reactions to performances and people and became a meme. While Bongo set fire to the stage, unlike Fallout Boy. All right, what were some of your favorite moments, performances, looks, and more from the VMAs 2023 that took place on a random Tuesday? Um, first of all, everyone is hysterical. Uh, their reaction. I think my favorite part is people reacting for it coming out on a Tuesday because I've had so many people either there seems to be four camps. It's either you remember it always being on a Sunday yep. and now you're like, am I old because it's on a Tuesday? Or you had no idea it was on a Sunday and you're like, wait, why? What, wait, what, what are we doing? Where did this come from? You either do not give a fuck because you're just like, okay, whatever. It's in the word show. Calm down. We'll just watch the performance after. Or you had no idea the VMA this was ever even happening, and it right. just popped out on the day of on Instagram. You're like, wait, the VMAs are night? Yeah. Um, I didn't watch them. I watched some clips. I watched some mm-hmm. teases of things. I had a lot. Of, I saw a lot of people. Um, there was a lot of discourse about mm-hmm. the run, the the red carpet looks or pink carpet. Yeah, looks, I heard the red carpet being happy. Sucks. Now, I know the VMAs are usually, you, you get a lot of like, oh my God, blah. you're trying to be grunge or cool or hip or whatever. So that's what usually happens. But there's a lot of fashion light. Yeah, I feel like everyone like got the same like note of like light colors and like shredded and skin. That's all I saw. Were there anyone, is there anyone that stood out to you? I have to be honest, a lot of people were hating on Cardi B's metallic dress. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know who I thought looks great? And it's okay. not anyone who we should be discussing for the VMAs, but mm-hmm. Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo looked great. He looked gorgeous. He got the assignment. Um, and Candy looked good, too. Yeah, I, I and Candy had a poop. She, got, she left because she had a poop. Really? Yeah, that's the meme. Uh, she left the VMAs early because she had to go poop. Yeah, yeah, that's mine. Um, I thought Shakira uh, does not age, mm-hmm. or we're living in this universe where I don't think any of us realized how young Shakira was when she first came out. That part. Um. So there's that. Uh, but she looks fan fucking tastic. 
Um, the whole Olivia Rodrigo technical malfunction uh, uh, gimmick. Selena Gomez was genuinely concerned, and I was, she was so like, I saw her face, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I did no one tell Selena? Do you think actors should take a class called sitting in award show audiences for dummies? No. No? I think it's half the fun. Especially when you get people like Taylor Swift who the whole time was lit and like the people on TikTok lip reading for her is like that. that, I think I watched that more than I've watched the VMA performances. Yeah, I, I just, they're, I mean, obviously they go viral, whatever. Selena Gomez is not happy. She said she never wants to be a meme again. Watch her never show up to another award show now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just sometimes it's the reactions when you lose. Those are the faces that I'm like, gotta learn how to control the shock and the upset. Now, in sync. Oh my God. Has a new song for the Trolls 3 movie. It's not that bad so far. I watched the full clip preview and it's very, it's still from what is in that video of the clip preview of them recording. It's very reminiscent of their sound. So it's not like it's this whole mind your business bitch situation. The lyrics are actually good and sound like something that I would want to listen to. And the way that they're hyping each other up, I'm deceased. And I also think it shows because we, in my opinion, and this I could just be writing like making this up in my head but I always thought Justin was like the leader of the group in the sense that like oh like I'm gonna be the front man who's singing because I'm the pink boy blah 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 but in the recording audio he was outside of the booth like pulling sounds and like doing like leader stuff in that way and I mm-hmm. think it makes much more sense for them reuniting where he's doing that role and like the rest of them are like the talent because I thought Justin was the worst singer out of all four out of all the whole group. So like, well, I mean, um, I I'm, I'm sure we can do an entire podcast in the history of NSYNC. Yeah. Um, JC was supposed to be the face, the lead. Um, but once Justin Timberlake became um, Britney's uh, side piece, it all changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he became the focus because, you know, tabloids mm-hmm. uh, because JC does have the better voice. Mm-hmm. Then the other three are there um good for them but yeah i think it's gonna be cute whatever i think it's a great moment of nostalgia we all need nostalgia and happiness and good times mm-hmm. um i i feel like backstreet boys are like well fuck we've been together forever so why why did we not get this buzz because you you haven't broken up and came back together um but i mm-hmm. i hear what you're saying about justin timberlake and i think he has a lot more producing experience because he had to, the opportunity to have a long career unlike the others who you know had to go on dancing with the stars or the surreal life to be relevant again mm-hmm. or big brother don't forget about big brother yeah. I'm excited. will NSYNC be winning vmas next year um i maybe the music video music board but what is the other one it's the vmas and then the song of the year no, there's the music video awards and Billboard Grammy awards, and then there's the movie ones. Oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm sure there will be a paycheck to get them to perform live. Um, mm-hmm. Will this be the start of a big reunion tour? Probably not. Though, doesn't Justin need to like revamp his image a little bit? Yeah, 
I mean, didn't you just write an entire album from a movie that no one really heard of? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, good for NSYNC. I I was always a Backstreet Boys. Um, what are the chances? The next reunion, ninety eight degrees. I was just about to say I started as a ninety eight degrees girly when I was youngest. The youngest. Give me just to... one night, una noche. Like I I just and it wasn't even because I liked them. It was like I think my cousin or my aunt had like a poster of theirs, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck's that?" Yeah. And then they put the song, and I'm like, "Oh, I like this. Okay, cool." They wouldn't be able to put that song out today, would they? No. No. God damn it! The early two thousands really problematic. Good also, time, honorable mention for the award show. Um, Doja Cat's performance was iconic. Yes, like she actually like gave us real art. That was fun to watch. Um, and I'm very excited for Pink Friday too because the song Mickey previewed was it. Yeah. Well, we're living in a uh, video girly era again, but. I, I, I don't know what the rules are, whatever, but maybe Kylie next year, please, something for attention. I mean, if the album goes well, yeah, why not? That's what I want. Come on, Kylie, give us the tour. I'm ready to go. What are you looking forward to next week? Um, I'm looking forward next week. What's next week? What's next week? Um, I'm looking forward to... Are we talking like pop culture looking forward to or my personal life? No, or life. I'm supposed to go on a date next week. I'm excited. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with this guy who is so far reserved from nightlife that when he found out I did drag, he was like, oh, cool. Yeah. They're still doing that TV show thing, right? Like, that was the exact wording. And I was like, you are perfect. Please, let's go anywhere. (laughs) What a catch. Um, What are you excited for next week? I kind of really, 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 really want to see A Haunting in Venice. I saw the preview. It looks good. I love these Agatha Christie um, thrillers. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited. The first two were very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Death and Nile, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. So I'm excited. Tina Fey is in this one. Ooh. Tina I Fey. Like, I like Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool to see her as a murderer. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And... Um, Looking forward, pro- honestly, I would not be surprised if they give me a cast drop for uh, Drag Race Italia 3, and then I'm just going to just start crying. When do you think you're going to be US 1? I know it's... Oh, it's not happening until we're not, it'll be December. For, that's that's <laughs> a new moment. The only one we don't know about right now still is Canada. So if anyone has ears on Canada, when we're going if we're getting that this year, mm-hmm. otherwise we're going to be completely Canada-free. That's not fun. I like Canada's my favorite franchise. We'll find out. Go call Brooklyn. I'm sure she'll give you some information. Yeah, I'll text her right now. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me on social media at ZKNYC. That is Z is in zebra, A is in anal, L is in licking, I is in incest, A is in kangaroo, A is in alphabet, NYC, like the city we're in. Venmo is tip the drag queen, tip like my PP, the drag queen like my job. I'm so excited to announce that starting in October or Wednesdays, you can catch me at the Grand Bar. It is also Montrose L-Stop. We're going to be playing karaoke. It's going to be themed every week. The first week will be Britney Spears karaoke, so come get toxic with me. Tuesday is Booby Trap Bingo, where we're bathed with balls and we like playing with them. I have Hot Mess at the end of the month and once a month, a drag competition in Brooklyn. 
and I'm so excited for Halloween. I've got so many things that are like things that I've wanted to work on. Like I'm doing a new Texas Main Chainsaw Massacre act. I'm doing a Talk to Me act. A lot of ooky spooky, so I'm really excited. And you're gonna be Barbie, of course. Um, I actually requested not to work any Barbie parties because I'm I've worn all my pink and I'm kind of over it. I want to wear blood now. That's fair. All right. Until next time. Goodbye.